Welcome to the Illuminated Feminine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Tarantola, former pharmacist, author, hypnotherapist, and transformation coach. This podcast is your sanctuary for spiritual healing, energy work, and transformation, where we dive into raw and real spiritual conversations to uplift, inspire, and ignite you into your highest truth, aka your illuminated feminine essence. Tune in as I flow into soulful energetic exchange with my illuminated guests, friends, colleagues, family, and experts in their field. And no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, you'll discover new insights and inspiration to illuminate your life to the fullest. So let's dive in. And welcome back to the Illuminated Feminine Podcast. Party people, we are ready. I have my headband on. I'm bringing back 1980 something. <laughs> bringing back the headbands. All I need is a scrunchie today. But uh, I super- have both too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited today to dive into a heart-centered conversation with one of my dear friends and past clients, Angela Orr, who is a personal coach and owner of Angela Orr Consulting. She is a wealth of knowledge. I'm so excited to have her on here today. She's actually a superstar on Facebook. She does all of these amazing Facebook lives. So I'm like, I have to have you on our podcast. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Just tell us a little little bit about you. Okay. So thank you so much. And I am so thrilled and honored to be here. Thank you, Christina, for the opportunity. And as Christina said, uh, I uh, am not only a friend with Christina, but a past client, and she is amazing to work with. So if you're on the fence about that, don't be, just jump. So about me, so I wanted to get that in there. Uh, About me, um, I am a, a pharmacist of 35 years. Uh, I have been in the industry actually 41 years, and I know I don't look it, but I, you know, my age you look old. radiant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just coming into my own. It's wonderful. Um, I am a serial entrepreneur, so I've had a very varied and um, very interesting background for a pharmacist, I think. And uh, although I've worked a lot of traditional pharmacy, also. Up until uh, several years ago, I owned my own pharmacies. I owned two, part of my uh, entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur uh, background. And then several years ago, uh, with all the changes in the industry and just looking at a different direction that I feel like so many pharmacists um, get boxed in to box stores. And I just felt like it was time to really do something, even as my own pharmacy, you know, there are certainly um, a lot of things you can do, but some things you can't do. So I just thought, you know, it's time to move on and do something different. So I sold my two pharmacies and I am breaking into the online world. And online, I mean, you know, doing things remotely, not necessarily from home, but from wherever you are, because I think with the advent of technology is so important for us to shine our light and to make a difference. And we can now, not just with you know a 10 mile radius like you do with a brick and mortar, but around the globe. So Christina has come into my life during this path, which has been wonderful. And I have different coaches and programs that I work with. And now you know I'm uh, getting together my own program. Beautiful, yeah. And I love how you said you 
you know, just kind of described your journey and how you came into this online space. And I feel like, I mean, like I said, you're a superstar in my eyes. Cause you I can, love doing lives. <laughs> yeah. She, if you see her on camera and that's why I was like, we have to have a YouTube video for this as well. Um, yeah. So tell us, I know that, you know, for you've been a pharmacist for 35 years, you've been in the space for 41 years. Tell me a little bit more about kind of what led you into the healing space. So, um, as a, so I think only recently I really described myself as a healer, Yeah. although that's what I've been my whole life. And, you know, I've always cared about people. I've always, um, wanted to help people with their health and, you know, not only physical now, but mental, spiritual, um, back in 2013, I was, diagnosed and treated for breast cancer in 2013, 2014. The great thing about all of that is I'm a victor. I don't call myself a survivor. I consider mm -hmm. myself a victor. And um, it really opened up my eyes as to what am I doing and what am I here for and how can I make an impact? Uh, the good thing about my whole breast cancer um episode is that my surgeon called me a very uninteresting case and yeah. if there's one time to be boring that was it yeah <laughs> so um i started looking at you know traditional medicine and um you know the way that we treat and even as pharmacists you know i think we have so much knowledge and and so many wonderful pharmacists I've met, again, like I said, getting outside the box, you know, you have a lot of traditional medicine or Western medicine, uh, which is actually much older than, or much younger than traditional medicine. And I thought, how can I help myself, especially if this is a uh, interesting case of cancer, not only through the traditional methods, but through other things. And I started really looking at, you know, there's so much more than given a pill to treat a symptom yeah and then you have to give another pill to treat the side effects and i you know we spend more in this country in today's world on drug drug interactions and drug side effects than we do on drugs so i started looking at and again like i said i started to look at what more can we do or what more can I do? Mm -hmm. And that's also when my spiritual path, I've always believed in God and Jesus and the spirituality of my life, but it really came into focus at that time because I just knew that God and Jesus would take me through and, and he, and they did, and he did. But I felt like the things that I've learned and how that is so important to your overall health that I've got to share this with others. Right, right. It almost sounds like that was your spiritual awakening where you were like, wow, this happened. And now it causes you to reflect and look at, wow, like, what is my life purpose? How can I really serve and help other people? So I found that a lot with talking to different people throughout my life. And even with myself, I mean, mine was an eating disorder, but sometimes that's when God wakes you up. It's like, hey, here's this thing that it almost like, is out of your control in a way. So it's like you're forced to surrender to something bigger and that's how you go down that spiritual path. Um, so if you can look at it like that, like I know with me, I looked at it as a gift. I'm like, I know I was given this because 
it was meant to help me wake up and to start treating myself differently to nourish my body. Cause I, I hated myself, you know, mm-hmm. from the early programming of shame around who I was and low self-worth and all of that. So I think that that really woke me up to my, how I was treating myself and my patterns. So, um, but yeah, that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. And As they say, I've heard yeah. people say, your mess is your message. Yeah. That's a good one. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about, so what were some of those things that you discovered? Like, I know you love to talk about, and I'm with you on this quantum physics and heart coherence and all of that. Describe a little bit more in your mind, what, what is heart coherence and how does that help people? So as a scientist, which I feel like I am, Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I wanted to look at, you know, what is the spirituality, not, you know, from a scientific uh, cold perspective, but, you know, how does that really help and make a difference? And that, you know, again, that wasn't necessarily my thought at the time, but as time has gone on and I look back, I can see that's kind of the path that I've taken. So currently what I really am interested in is epigenetics. Mm-hmm. And people are like, epigenetics, what the heck is that? Well, epigenetics is basically, we all are born with genes. You're born and die with the same genes. But what makes disease or what um, has you not in coherence is when the expression of those genes are not turned on and off correctly. Mm-hmm. And the biggest... Um, the biggest reason or a bit, the biggest uh, influencer of that is the environment. And the environment, what I mean by that is what you eat, what you drink, um, stress is a huge one, and um, what you, your thoughts and your mind. Mm-hmm. And so what I have found through my research and what I've done personally myself is that, you know, if you're, I have found so often that people who want to say lose weight, including myself, and I'm on this journey right now, or you want to improve your health or whatever, is very difficult to do if you don't have your heart healed. Mm-hmm. So many people have broken hearts, whether like you said, Christina, from past programming your childhood and I'm not blaming my parents they did the best that they can and they did a pretty good job because all five of us children are professionals and college educated which I was the very first one to ever to graduate college from my whole extended family wow yeah from uh, holy state and now there's been so many after me that have so that was but I just have found that um you know if you don't have your heart in the right place uh, is very hard. Plus, epigenetically, it is scientifically proven that your heart sends more energy and uh, messages to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. So, truly, your heart is the center of your body. We all think the brain is, but the brain gets more messages from the heart than it sends. The other thing that's really interesting recently that I really uh, discovered on my journey is that, you know, we all have an energy field and we all talk about energy and um, I'm sorry, I hope you don't hear that, but you probably do. (laughs) That's the good and bad about working sometimes from your home. It's all good. good. Um, My doggy was working. So, but um, what I was saying is that, 
you know, you have energy around your body. And again, this is scientifically proven. And that energy actually emulates or comes from your heart. So the lower your vibration, or if you're very negative and in a dark place, you know, a lot of times then your energy is lower and that's because your heart somehow is out of coherence with your brain. Mm -hmm. So I've done a lot of studying of that recently and and I have some exercises that I do and uh, I am sharing them in my group, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but I just feel like practically or pragmatically what that does is I can tell, you know, as I heal my heart, that so many other things in my body are healing naturally and that it makes a difference in how I think about or react to the circumstances around me Mm -hmm. because really life to me is all about not what happens to you, but what happens for you, but how you react to it because that's the only thing you can control. Right. And that's, that brings to mind the different levels of consciousness, right? Like if you're, stuck in fear, you're going to see life through a lens of scarcity and fear and, you know, what's going to happen to me today? And what if I can't pay my bills? And that's what, that's when the thoughts come, right? And the thoughts influence how we feel and vice versa. And it is, it, we are electromagnetic. I think of it, um, and this is from Joe Dispenza, who I always reference and I love, we both love, yep that our thoughts are the electrons, right? Electro and magnetic is from the heart. So you literally draw experiences into your life based upon your heart, how open it is. And also the beliefs that you have that you're constantly thinking about. And even if they're unconscious. Yep. You can't, you can't control. So a friend of mine said, and I love this, you can't control the first thought that you have, but you can control every other thought after that. And So if you have a negative thought and you continue to dwell on that, the negative thoughts are drawn to you so quick. So if you have a negative thought and you can be aware of it, Mm because that's the key is awareness to be aware of that and then stop it. Say, nope, that's not how I choose to think today. I choose to think and whatever it is. And, um, that has so much to do, like you said, uh, Christina, with, you know, your subconscious and your conscious consciously making a choice mm-hmm. of thinking things that are positive and your future versus the negative. Right. And I think something that you just brought to my mind is like something that can help that. Like if you're listening to this podcast or on YouTube and you're thinking like, Oh, you know, like I get caught in negative thoughts. We all do. I think it's like Angela said, it's the awareness, but it's also getting into that space, maybe even in meditation where you can observe those thoughts and then not react to them or not get attached to them. And to come into that heart coherence and visualize what it is that you want for your future. Right. So it's like, even though maybe the past conditioned you to think a certain way or feel a certain way about yourself, this is so much of the embodiment work that we did in the quantum queen um, course, but it's really about, all right, well, what is the image in my mind? What would I look like as the highest version of myself? How would I be treating my body? And that's how I began to heal was through that embodiment work and really rewiring my my thoughts about myself. So you can even do that in visualization. I mean, hypnosis and different things are 
are definitely helpful too in rewiring your subconscious patterns, but you can do that on a conscious level too in deeper states of meditation. So if that's yeah. something you're interested in, you can definitely do that. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a couple of things that just came up for me there, Christina, is that mm -hmm. how do you, you know, if you have that negative thought and you, you know, a quick way to do to, to get rid of it, because we all have them throughout the day. And it's not like during the day you can stop necessarily and meditate or get into your heart or whatever. Although I do every time I go to the bathroom or whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I get those moments alone, but just breathe and focus on your breath and be in the here and now. And that will quickly, that's one tip that I find really helps me is to, to get into the here now, right now, you know, and that, that rather than just keep thinking about it, just stop and breathe and focus on that breath. And if you consistently do that, you'll find it, you know, a practice that you can implement throughout your day. Mm -hmm. I've also heard too, to piggyback off of that, like actually looking at something physically, right? Like this water bottle, right? Cause like we're up here in our mind and getting into our body or like actually touching something or being like, Oh, I'm here. Or even like feeling your feet on the ground. Those are great ways to really get more in your body and get out of your mind, which. Yep. Is and what I teach in, uh, what I'm teaching and I'm actually doing a, a live tonight in my group is about actually touching physically touching your heart yeah yeah physically touching your heart mm -hmm. so sometimes when i'm in a place where you know i'm like getting a little stressed out or whatever and people don't even realize i just go and just phys because that brings your attention you know where you feel things will bring your attention to it so that brings your attention like you said to get out of that you know that mind and to get into your heart mm, mm. another thing that i came that came across that i wanted to come back to from what you were saying before which i think is beautiful is healing your heart like when you talk about that what does that mean to you like releasing or what what does that look like when someone's healing their heart? So to me, you know, life is always up and down. If anybody tells you they have a perfect ongoing life, that's not true. We all have ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Some things are more profound. Like if you think about any, so think about something that was really impactful to you in the past mm -hmm. and you're feeling about it more more times than not it's going to be something negative or something that was hurtful mm -hmm. or hard or sad or whatever you know we do also think about the the positives absolutely but the first thing that usually comes to mind uh is about what something negative mm -hmm. so to me that means you know to me so many people have these experiences uh which we all have as humans but we just kind of like move on from them yeah. You know, and it affects us. And sometimes we don't even realize it, but it's in our subconscious. Mm -hmm. exactly. So healing your heart is really all up to me, all about looking at those situations and not judging them, you know, not judging them to release them, to let them go because they take up so much space and energy in your heart. Mm -hmm that it's hard to create something new. You, yeah. know, you don't have the energy for it because you're just so mired up with this 
negative crap from the past. So to me, healing your heart is all about to look at that lovingly in a loving way and to be able to re release it and let go and, and forgive those who may have wronged you, the, yourself, whatever the case may be. And it, like I said, it just really opens up the mental clarity, mm -hmm. the compassion, the, the space to move forward. Right. And Joe Dispenza talks about transmuting it's alchemy. So you're, you have this energy. I see it as like an undigested trauma. Like, so say if you, ate, if you ate a piece of pizza and it never got digested, like that pizza is going to remain in your body or whatever it is that you're eating. So that's what happens is I see it as undigested trauma or things that like impact us and jolt our system that we need to kind of go back in, feel it and release it in some way, like through breath work or screaming or whatever it is. And that's yeah. what I found to be so impactful to releasing that energy because that becomes transmuted into creative energy, like you said. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I just have found that people... If you read the stories about people who have really overcome, <clears throat> really overcome a lot, so much, so much and have gone on, um, you know, one of the things that I've noticed in a lot of those stories is that they've healed internally. Right. You know, it may not be a bandaid that you can see or a scar that you can see on your body, but it's those internal healings. And to me, the healing of that, your heart mm. that really trans translates to me into long life healing and being able to then you know you you find very few people like i said who just have really overcome the odds without that healing right exactly and i always tell people that you know doing that inner work and i know you believe the same thing that translates to the external what result whatever that is if it's weight loss and health or if it's Tr like translating to results in your business, whatever it is, you need to go within and do that. So I, I love that. And your group, in case anybody was curious, I know you all are curious. Angela has an amazing Facebook group called healing your heart to heal your mind and body. And I'm going to put that in the show notes, but definitely go check that out because she has amazing content in there. She's going to be doing an awesome Facebook live that you're definitely going to want to check out. So make Absolutely. sure you go join, join that group. So I guess let's, let's switch gears a little bit to some of the things that you're really excited about. So I know you have this amazing Facebook group. Tell us a little bit more about what you're currently up to. So what I'm currently up to is I am working on releasing my signature program, um, which I worked with uh, Christina on. So watch for that coming to your airways soon <laughs> and uh you know it's, it's about healing your heart to heal your mind and body mm. and so i'm really excited about that program i'm really excited about just continuing to be in this space and to be uh, i'm going to be um i i my plan is within the next quarter to start my own podcast so I'm really excited well, about guess. that. So I'm putting that out there. So I'm now I'm going to have to do it. And just really all about getting out there to make an impact. You know, I've spent a lot of time over the last couple of years working on me. I still am. I'm a 
you know, I'm call myself a whip of work in progress, but we all are. And so I just plan on continuing to do that on my uh, podcast. And the next quarter, my signature program will be out. And then I have a few other things that I'm working on that are going to be surprises. <laughs> surprises. Yep. I love it. I love it. Is and, there any, I, I am so proud of your journey and, and just how far you've come since I started, we met, what was it back in March? March yeah. Was April. it then? Wow. April, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's amazing. What can and happen just, in six months or four months, the, whatever it's been. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing when you release and you trust the universe, what can happen. Absolutely. And you dove right in, which was amazing. So anything else that you wanted to share with the audience or any, any tips for people just starting their spiritual journey, mm -hmm. anything like that, that you would impart on them? So I would say, if you say you don't have time for meditation, you need to do more of it. <laughs> it has really changed and transformed my life. Yeah. I have a routine now that I generally do every day in the morning, which I'll share in my group. But all I can say is you need to take time for you. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I find very interesting, and I, I am included in this group, is that one of the things that if you ask somebody, what do you want? They can't tell you. All they can do is tell you what they don't want. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things to getting to where you want to go is to be really clear and concise on what you want. And we're so conditioned in today's world to want what everybody else wants for us. Mm. But to really start thinking about what do you want in life? And I think that coupled with the meditation, because like as Christina said, um, part of my meditation includes visualization. And that's one of the great attributes of many um, world thinkers or uh, people who have um, really done a lot for society or for mm -hmm. you know the human race I mean, if you think about it everything we see in today's world was a thought first right exactly you know the yep. computer technology my clothes my hair my you know perms my everything <laughs> it was a thought first right so your thoughts matter and so that's why i think it's important like i said i just want to get that out there that because just so many people don't know what they want so if right. you have Ask yourself right now, what do you want? Uh, I don't want to be heavy. I don't want to be in debt. No, 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 no. What do you want? So starting with that, just journaling, writing down, you know, make a list of three things every day that you want and then to meditate or, and, and how do you meditate? There are tons, tons of things on YouTube, but I have meditation in my group. I think yep. Christina does also. So there are lots of resources out there. I love that too, because it's like, I feel like meditation is also being able to catch those thoughts like we talked about. So it, those two things that you recommended kind of have a beautiful synergy together that I see. Um, but yeah, definitely, like I said, everybody join Angela's group. There are so many amazing resources, connect with her. I'm going to leave her information in the show notes here. And I look forward to potentially being a guest on your podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to have you on. <laughs> in the next quarter. So we're all holding you to it. Me, me and the entire audience. <laughs> Hold that space for me. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom, your knowledge, your heart with us. And I look forward to, uh, to our podcast in the future. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Christina. Again, as I said uh, earlier, that, uh, you know, 
I've had a lot of different coaches and programs, but having a one-on-one or very small intimate group is key to success. And I highly recommend that you look at working with Christina if you're on the fence about it. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) I promise I'm not paying her to say that. (laughs) Nope, absolutely not. (laughs) Uh Oh, you're so sweet. Well, take care, everybody, and we'll see you on the next episode.